All right, welcome back to the Founders Choice Podcast. This is episode three, and I am your host, Derek Koza. In honor of Uber's IPO last week, I want to talk about a startup called Van Gogh, V-A-N-G-O. Now, if you have kids or plan on having kids, you're going to want to watch this startup. It is super interesting. Uh, Van Gogh is the Uber for children and preteens. Uh, the one major difference is that the drivers are all local vetted moms versus complete strangers um, and probably not weirdos like you constantly get whenever you request an Uber. <laughs> um, all moms have three plus years of childcare experience and have gone through interviews with the Van Gogh team. They've been fingerprinted. They've gotten a background check and a driving record check. They all have glowing references, and each driver gets a complete vehicle inspection, um, which is really good. You know, they need to do a better job of, of screening for some of these drivers. Um, after reading that, I was kind of curious to see what Uber's vetting process is. Um, so I pulled up a link. It is from RideshareCentral.com. And something that was interesting that I saw was that... Um, the Uber and Lyft, I mean, it's interesting, but it's not surprising, uh, especially after the cases recently. Um, compared to the the screenings that taxi drivers have to go through, um, Uber and Lyft, is, it's like a cakewalk. Um, I guess that like taxi services, they require fingerprinting for all prospective taxi drivers. Um, and the fingerprinting allows for what's called a level two background check, which is conducted through the FBI. Um, and it involves screening applicants statewide and nationwide criminal history. Um, and now during the process, when you're getting vetted for, to become a taxi driver, um, if a felony is discovered through the background check, the individual is not allowed to become a taxi driver. Um, there are also other restrictions on non-felony criminal offenses as well um, that may or may not be applicable, but, um, you know, those are usually regarding motor, motor vehicle-based offenses. Um, now, compared to that, um, you know, as I said, Uber and Lyft is like a cakewalk. I mean, these guys, I guess, literally just use basic online background checks, um, and they use, like, this site called Checker, C-H-E-C-K-R. Uh, to manage the procedure, and until recently, um, they would only go back seven years into the past, um, into into an applicant's past to see if they've done anything. So, you know, which is super, and so then the article goes on to say, and I couldn't even believe this, um, it was a CNN report, they found that over a hundred Uber drivers were accused of sexual assault in the past four years. I mean, like, let me say it again, over a hundred Uber drivers were accused of sexual assault in the past four years. I, I mean, you know, like, to me, it's, I mean, that's like, I don't know if that happened while they were Uber, being Uber drivers, but it's like, so I guess, anyways, so I guess they changed it. So now when Uber and Lyft are screening a an applicant um they look now more into like um they look like to the past like decades versus just the past seven years um so perhaps as far back as 18 in some cases um 
so you know but it's like why like why does it always have to be that way you know why does it always have to be companies choose the lazy way until something bad happens in which case then they change things up and you know they spend more money or spend more time trying to change it's like just do that from the beginning just do it the best way from the beginning because if taxi companies were doing it the right way you know what i mean or just like you should be vetting as much as you possibly can even if it is more expensive you know i mean i don't believe that that uber and lyft didn't have enough funding to you know to to do a more lengthy or um in-depth background check on their drivers i mean it's like build a build a solid foundation of drivers if you're gonna try to change the world you know i mean that just seems like a no-brainer to me but <coughs> anyways um so the van gogh app um it's designed specifically for busy parents uh which is really cool you know because uh you know even like single moms or single dads can can benefit from the service um you know, one of the coolest features that I saw is the ability to schedule recurring rides. So if your kids need to be taken to school or soccer practice or whatever at the same time every week, uh, you don't have to worry about scheduling the ride each time and opening the app and, you know, putting in the location. Uh, you just schedule in advance and then uh, your kid gets picked up, uh, which is super cool. Um, a few other features, they have push notifications, text messages, and GPS ride tracking. Uh, which are all available within the app and, uh, you know, really notable features, obviously, uh, that kind of give the parent an eagle-eyes view of uh, where their child or children is at all times. Um, it's super cool. If you check out the app, you can literally see, you know, similar to, like, what you'd see on Uber with the map and where the car is, um, but accessible to the parent, not just the person in the car, uh, which is super cool. Uh, the app has a 4.7 out of 5 rating on the App Store out of 71 ratings. Um but yeah, if you know if you've tried Van Gogh, uh, let me know on Twitter how the process was. Uh, most important, arguably, were your kids impressed? Did they feel comfortable in the car um, with a stranger, perhaps? You know, I don't know how I'd feel about it. I'd probably give it a shot. It depends on like, I feel like what what do you consider local? You know, within the the next few blocks or within the city? You know, I don't know. Um, but but regardless, the vetting process is, is, you know, definitely something worth, um, you know, putting weight into, which is, I mean, way better than what it seems like Uber and Lyft have been doing. Um, but yeah, if you've used it, let me know. Um, were you impressed? Were your kids impressed? Did you feel comfortable? And did they feel comfortable? Um, but tweet me. Uh, but that, uh, that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening to the Founder's Choice podcast, and I look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode.